Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the People Project Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Alexander, and as you know, each week I will be bringing you episodes on different topics that affect us all in different ways, internally, externally, or sometimes both. I created this podcast to talk about people because everyone has a story worthy of being told. Last week, I was joined by my sweet friend Katie, and we played a little social card game called We're Not Really Strangers, and this week is all about self-worth and confidence, and I think this is really a topic that kind of affects everyone in one way or another, Um, you know, honestly, whether you realize it or not, Um, and it's definitely something that's relevant to me in this season of life that I'm in right now, so um, I had a bunch of people submit questions um, and also kind of like touch points, topics they um, they wanted me to cover, so I will get into those. Um, of course, as always, I'm going to start um, with kind of like the science and the psychology behind um, kind of how your brain operates in that way, and then I'll get into more of like the personal stuff and the stories and all that. So I also wanted to update everybody that I have a podcast studio now, so I'm coming at you live from there. I've got like a desk and a whole little like situation set up, and I've ordered some soundproofing panels that are going on my wall, so um, it's so much better. I'm not like strapped, I don't have a microphone strapped to my coffee table anymore, um, and the sound quality um, hopefully will improve and be so much more consistent, so I'm freaking pumped. Let's go. Let's get this episode started. All right. So I have, and if you know me, you know, like, I love my Spotify playlist, right? Like, I have a playlist for every mood and for every environment and situation and whatever. Like, I just, I love making a perfectly curated playlist, okay? So, <laughs> um, so I have a whole Spotify playlist um, of songs that I use to, like, hype myself the heck up. Like, on my good days, on my bad days, like, it's there to get it done. Because maybe I've got a big meeting at work, so I'm going to, like, listen to this while I'm in, like, my power pose and, like, you know, getting ready to rock and roll. Um, or maybe I'm just, like not having the best mental health day and I just need to hear something that's going to like make me feel a little bit better, right? Like there's a whole multitude of reasons that I could want or need to listen to like a hype the heck up playlist, right? Um, So, I mean, it's got like Me by Taylor Swift on it. It's got WAP on it. (laughs) Lots of Lizzo. Uh, You get it, you know, whatever. Um, Because I think that knowing, knowing your self-worth and standing up for what you deserve is very underrated and highly undervalued, um, and frankly not taught and talked about enough. Um, so chances are you've heard of, um, like all the different self-words, you know, like self-esteem, self-acceptance, self-respect, self-confidence, self-love, self-care, whatever. To me, the most important of all of like the quote unquote self words is self-worth. So, so what is self-worth compared to all the rest of those words? Um, So it's, it's more of like the internal sense of being good enough and that you deserve love and you deserve to belong with others and you do belong with others. Um, And a lot of times it gets kind of mixed up with self-esteem. But the difference with self-esteem is that it relies on external factors like doing well at your job, um, you know, being successful, winning an award, you know, whatever, some sort of external factor um, to define your worth. And it's like 
not always consistent. You know what I mean? Like you, again, you have good days and you have bad days. So if you're basing everything on like external factors and other people and other things, then it can really cause you to struggle with feeling worthy. Um, and of course, you know, it's important to understand your strengths and where you can grow and, and stuff like that. But like we, we should build this firm foundation, like a tree with roots so that we have this solid understanding of like who we are. So that if we make mistakes, if we have bad days, if things don't like go as we planned, then we still feel good. We can still get through it. Um, so I have a challenge for you. Uh, whoever you are, wherever you are listening right now, um, think about this. And you can write it down. You can like keep it to yourself. You can tell me what your answers were. But like think about this. Um, I saw this exercise online when I was doing my research and I thought it was a good idea. So I have four questions. Number one. What words would you use to describe yourself? They can be good, they can be bad, whatever. Right now, what words would you use to describe yourself? Number two, what value did you place on yourself or aspects of yourself? Okay, in those words that you used. Three, were your descriptions generally positive, balanced, or negative? And four, where did your messages around your worth come from? So, do that little exercise, answer those questions, and just like have a little moment, right? So, when we talk about the concept of low self-worth, it's kind of like you overall have a fairly negative opinion of yourself. You know, that you're really critical of yourself, you know, you're just, you're hard on you. Um, and you don't really value yourself as a person. Um, and, you know, you you criticize everything that you do. People compliment you and you just, oh, you know, oh, whatever. Like you either turn them into something self-deprecating or you just brush, like brush them off, whatever. Um, you just focus on the bad stuff. Focus on like what you didn't do right and completely ignore the things that you've done wrong. And then you also foc- focus, focus on, words are hard, guys. You also focus on all the things that other people seem to have or seem to be able to do um, and just get so wrapped up in it. And, you know, like we've all been there sometimes, right? You know, like we've all been like, oh, I wish that I had this person's money, this person's job. I wish I had that talent or that skill or that ability. But that's not your talent, your skill, your ability, because that person could be looking at you and saying, man, look at them. I want what they have, you know? Um, so it, you know, th- there are a lot of things that lead to low self-worth. Um, you know, psychologically, there's a lot of research that's been done on this. Um, because obviously like self-worth is something that really comes up in therapy a lot. Shout out to my therapist. Cause this comes up in therapy a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, it could be childhood trauma Um, It could be, you know, certain fears that you have that you're avoiding um, and, you know, narratives that you're told that kind of, you know, stick with you into your adulthood. Um, 
And, you know, it manifests in all sorts of different ways, right? Um, It may be something that lays dormant for a long time and there's some sort of trigger that causes it to just like rear its ugly head and show its face, right? Um, But you could be, um, you know, risk adverse, right? Like you don't want to go for the hard thing. You don't want to go for the challenges um, because you don't believe in yourself that you can do it, right? Um, You know, in, in your relationships, whether it's friendships, dating relationships, whatever, you know, you could be, you might be really shy, self-conscious, um, withdrawn. Uh, you don't like to be vulnerable with other people. You don't like to be around other people. Um, you know, when you're in a situation of abuse, you might not stand up for yourself. Um, you know, you do everything for other people, but, um, you know, it's hard for you to, to do things, not just to please someone else. So there, you know, there's, there's a lot of different factors that play into this, right? But what I'm here to talk about is, okay, we've mentioned that, we've pointed that out, right? So how do we fix it? How do we, how do we flip it around? How do we increase it? Um, and for me, you know, I have to research the shit out of something <laughs> before and like fully understand it and then work through it. Um, and so, you know, this podcast helps me, you know, I've had people be like, oh my gosh, that episode, like I really needed to hear blah, blah, blah. Y'all don't realize how much like one, y'all asking me questions about things and stuff like that, that helps me. But then doing the research and learning about all this stuff, it helps me as well. You know, like it's, it's a, it's very therapeutic, um, for lack of a better term. Um, so, so how do we increase our self-worth? How do we take these days, these moments, these thoughts, whatever, flip them around and change the narrative. Um, So one concept that I discovered was self-compassion. And um, it is, this says here, that it is the ability to be kind to yourself and actually say and do kind things towards ourselves the same way that we would a good friend versus being self-critical. So, you know, like if you, instead of saying like, oh, I'm so bad at that, say, you know, I'm, I did, I did not necessarily succeed here, but look at this thing that I'm good at, you know? So take that thought, redirect it somewhere else, um, and retrain your mind away from negativity. So here's the thing though. You can't just pretend like you're not struggling. You can't be like, oh no, 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 I have great self-worth, whatever. You've got to, you've got to recognize what's going on notice that you're just like really going through it, sit with it, you know, and then go through it, not around it, don't avoid it, don't skip over it, don't try to bury it under something, like really go straight through it. Um, So maybe, maybe this will help. Um, I've got a bunch of like different books and stuff like that, that I've read over the last year and a half. Um, If this is a topic that really interests you, if that's something that you would really benefit from, reach out to me, let me know. Um, I would love to suggest some of them to you um, because they really helped me um, and maybe they'll help somebody else too. So let's see here. We got some questions. Let me see what these first couple are. So, all right. Well, I guess it's story time because um, a couple of people sent in the topics of um, finding self-worth after the end of either a marriage or long-term relationship, whatever, um, and and all that stuff. So I guess we'll just, let's just dive right in, shall we? Um, 
So the first question was, um, you know, finding my self-worth. So again, like I said, one therapy, Go, like freaking therapy is great, guys. If you've never been to therapy, if you aren't in therapy now, like I encourage you, if you've never been, give it a shot. Like it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Do it. It's amazing. Um, so that's one thing um, because I've learned these tools on how to retrain my mind, right? But I'm not great at it all the time. I'm not, I mean, I don't know if I'm like necessarily great at it ever, but like, you know, I have my days, right? Um, But one person sent in this question, they said, when did you decide that you were were enough? Um, And that freaking got me. Um, Because for me, when I realized that I was enough without another person, without anybody else, but just me, that I was enough was when I was really all I had. Like, you know, of course I had my friends, I had my family, like I had people that were supporting me. Right. But like at the end of the day, bone down, lights off, laying in bed, it was just me. And I just had me. Um, and I made it, you know, like I made it through, um, you know, some of the hardest days, mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever, that I have ever been through. And there were some of those days where I was like, I'm not going to see the other side of this. Like I did not, I could not see myself making it through. Right. And that's not like me trying to sound dramatic or all like, you know, oh, poor pitiful me, whatever. No, it just like, like shit felt bad. And like, I was sad. I was angry, you know, all the different stages of grief and thought processing and whatever. And, you know, like the vibes were low, guys. <laughs> but but I made it through. And so much of that is like through these principles that I've learned in therapy of like retraining my mind and retraining my thoughts and like, okay, I'm thinking this, how do I redirect that? Um, and a lot of redirection has been, you know, what has happened. And um, one thing that I learned um, was all like any negativity, any sort of like bad thoughts, bad feelings, whether it's towards myself, towards another person, whatever, I write them all down and then I like fold them up and I go outside and I like burn it. And I don't mean like have a freaking bonfire, like literally just like burn it with a freaking candle lighter or something, you know, like, but like, because that's completely eliminating it from the plane of existence, right? So it's not living in my head anymore. It's not living like you know, in my heart, it's, it has completely been wiped from existence. And I'm very much like a, like a visual learner. So that helps me. Um, I have to, I have to like, just physically get it out. Right. So that's one thing, um, you know, that, that, um, has helped me find my self-worth after this season that I was in and, um, you know, deciding I was enough. And, you know, there are days that I need to be reminded of that. Like I remind myself, I have friends that remind me I have, um, I wear these mantra bands. You're going to hear them click around, um, that I wear every day. Um, and they say, I am resilient. I am who I choose to be and I am enough. And I wear them like on my wrist every day. And so I look down and I see them all the time. And it's like these just constant like reminders, like, and again, I'm a visual learner. I'm an, you know, like I, I process things visually too. And 
So by seeing that, and I've got all these different like words of affirmation around my apartment and um, things that inspire me and things that bring me joy in, in my office and stuff too. And um, because if I don't have stuff like that, like I'll just spiral. I'll just like have a thought and I'll just go off into like this fairly dark place, you know? But if I have all these reminders around me, then it's refocusing, retraining, relearning, you know? So I guess that was like a really long-winded <laughs> way to answer that question, but there's your answer. Um, and then uh, it's funny, I was talking to somebody yesterday um, that, that also has gone through a divorce and, uh, you know, and and this is an end of a friendship, uh, like, you know, this, this doesn't just apply to, to divorce. So like, if you're listening to this and you're not divorced, like, don't feel like I'm not talking to you because we've all gone through breakups, right? Like we, that's, that's something that everyone has experienced, whether it's the end of a friendship or, you know, anything like that. Um, and the thing about, the thing about a breakup, right, is that you usually come out of the other side of it stronger and, and you know what you have to offer, um, and so her question was, you know, how do you deal with questioning the past and who you are and being able to be like, like having the confidence to be your own authentic self again, um, you know, and she's Louise, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not an easy thing. And I don't want you all to hear this and be like, oh, Kelsey's got it figured out because I sure as hell don't. It is moment by moment, second by second, minute by minute. But I'm here like giving y'all the same tools that like I use so that like, you know, we're all on this journey together, right? So these things, these are things that help me. Maybe they'll help you. Um, but, but anyway, so, you know, you knowing that I was coming out of this, like, and learning how strong I am and what I have to offer and like not to sound arrogant but like I think I'm great and if I think I'm great then other people are going to think I'm great right and it really helped me kind of establish my self-worth and kind of set a standard for how I want other people to see me how like I want to be seen and how I want to be treated Um, because if I'm not treating myself well then how can I expect somebody else to you know what I mean Um, and I've, I've been going through, you know, and just like reclaiming all these different like little pieces of me and little things about my life and things that I love and things that I enjoy. Um, because if I don't kind of figure out who I am, what I enjoy, what I like, whatever, then I am in no, I, I will never be in any place like to give any even tiny little part of me to someone else again. Right. So you know, I'm kind of at a place now where, you know, I have this like, love me or leave me kind of (laughs) mentality um, when it comes to like dating or even just friendships too, um, because the right people will appreciate you and love you for exactly who you are. Like, you don't have to have everything in common with your friends. Like, it's so fine if you don't. And, you know, if you're on a date with somebody and they're like, oh, I like such and such. And you're like, oh, I don't know anything about that. But tell me about it. Cool. One, you're just learning about something new. We all love to learn and grow. It's a cool thing. But also, like, they have an opportunity to learn something different about you. Don't change who you are 
to please other people. Like I, if I was typing this, it would be in all caps. I don't want to blow out your eardrums, so I'm not going to yell it at you. But if I can give anybody any advice, it is to never change yourself for somebody else because it's not worth it. It'll eat you alive. It'll ruin your freaking life. Like don't do it because your voice matters. Every feeling you have is valid, even if it doesn't feel like it. Your opinion matters and who you are matters. And if somebody doesn't see that, then they don't deserve a freaking second of your day. I'm trying not to cuss so much that I have to click the little explicit button next to this podcast episode. But like, just hear me, hear me when I say those things. Because who you are at your core, the things you love, the things that bring you joy, the things that just like, just make you smile and like give you comfort. All of those things are beautiful, big or small. And the people who are in your circle, the people who know you, who love you, they deserve to get to know those things. So freaking let them see it, you know? So let me get down off my off my soapbox here for a minute and see uh, see what other questions I've got. Um, so another question kind of sim- on this similar topic is what has been my biggest hurdle trying to achieve confidence and self-worth and any advice on overcoming? Um, my biggest hurdle is myself. I mean, it always is. That's, that's honestly, isn't that everyone's biggest hurdle? Um, but you know, a big thing is, is the feeling enough? Um, it's the, just being me and being myself and, remembering that I will be accepted for that because just because I haven't been in the past doesn't mean that like that's the past that has no control over the future and there's just a lot of a lot of things that I'm having to retrain my mind on um that you know things that you know maybe I thought were the norm and just kind of how things were and come to realize that they aren't Um, so just, you know, really retraining my mind, retraining my thought process, um, on just how people are in general, um, you know, socially and emotionally and how relationships work and what they're supposed to look like and what I deserve and what people in general deserve. Um, you know, how to be a good daughter, a good, a good coworker, a good friend. Um, you know, that's that's what I'm I'm really focused on right now is like how can I be the best Kelsey um you know like how can I best serve myself and how can I best serve those around me um and it's it's going pretty good so far you know like I've said like 86,000 times on this podcast so far like I've had good I have good days and bad days you know like today was a good day yesterday bad day um surprise that's why you got this podcast a day later than you usually do because I just wasn't in a headspace you know when I needed to be recording this to record something about like you know self it would have been like really honestly probably super depressing and y'all would have been like somebody help her you know like so um and I don't want I don't like to just phone it in and sound like I'm just faking it either you know what I mean like I want this podcast to always be like real and genuine and just it is what it is and so that's that. So moving on, um, the next question that I got here, let's see, 
is what are the gender differences in defining self-worth and how confidence is perceived based on gender? So I made sure that this is something that like I did a lot of like background research on. I didn't want this to be just like, you know, strictly opinion and whatever. So um, I found some good information here. Um, So gender differences in confidence are actually really dramatic based on um, like a whole slew of different studies that were done. Um, But I found one that Cornell did, Cornell University did, um, that I really kind of like honed in on and focused on the results of. Um, And based on like their results, and this is a lot of um, kind of like a workplace study that was done. Um, It wasn't really clear um, whether it was like within the job, pre-job, you know, whatever, or if it was just kind of like all over the board. Um, but they found that men tend to overestimate their abilities and performance while women underestimate both. Um, and, but these people that, that did the study, their actual performance does uh, like, it's really along the same lines as far as like quality and like level of performance goes. Um, and so the, the female confidence challenge was described as imposter syndrome um, and women were expressing that they didn't feel like they deserved their job and they're kind of imposters who, um, you know, any moment somebody's going to come in and realize like, oh, you've, what are you doing here? And like 100% I've experienced this. Like there have been days at my job where I'm like, one day somebody's going to be like, who hired this girl? And I'm going to be gone. And they're going to replace me. And, of course, so silly. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but in the study, they found that women worry more, like, about, um, like, people not liking them. And, you know, not feeling attractive enough. Um, you know, overshadowing other people. Um, or, like, you know, being too attention-grabbing. Um, and, and all of this to say, like, men aren't exempt from from self-doubt and from, you know, lack of self-worth and from low self-esteem and stuff like that. That's, I'm not saying this at all because I, I hate that. Um, because I know that like, there are men that are listening to this right now that like, they've related to so many of the things that I've said already and so many of these different issues. So I don't want anyone to think that like, I'm saying that like men don't experience this either. This is literally a study I found online that Cornell University did. I'm reading the results. So Come for them, not for me. Um, But so men aren't exempt from doubting themselves, um, but they don't necessarily like let it limit them the same way that women do. Um, So HP, um, Hewlett Packard, they did. And there was an internal report of theirs that was published. And it stated that um, men typically apply for a job or promotion even if they only meet 60% of the qualifications, that's like the typical standard. Like that's, they apply for a job or promotion when they meet only 60% of the qualifications, but women only apply if they meet 100% of them. Um, And so like, it didn't even have anything to do with their actual ability. It was like their choice to not go for it. You know what I mean? So I say all this to say that regardless of your gender identity, don't let that cause you to doubt yourself or to doubt your worth or to doubt your abilities. Um, because, you know, I think it's easy for us to kind of get wrapped up in that. Um, and, and of course I've experienced, you know, like gender stereotyping and, you know, like 
workplace issues, being a woman, um, you know, things like that. I'm not going to get into that on this episode. That's a whole nother episode for another time. But um, I've experienced it, you know, but um, but I've also experienced myself holding myself back because I'm like, oh, I'm just like this young girl. I can't do that. So again, retrain those thoughts, retrain your mind, reframe your mind. Like, as Uncle Joey would say on Full House, cut it out. <laughs> so there's your answer to that question. Um, so another question was, where do people pull confidence from? So this is going to be strictly opinion, um, and, you know, kind of where I pull confidence from, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, um, you know, I've got that playlist of songs that, you know, I pull confidence from that, from those lyrics and from like, just these like hype up songs, like y'all have been listening to this podcast long enough to know that like music is a big thing for me. So that's one thing. Um, uh, someone submitted that, um, you know, they have been finding more confidence since they have friends who have been posting confident pictures or like posts, um, kind of like a power in numbers kind of thing. Um, and I 100% agree, you know, like the people that I surround myself with, so many of them, that's their, that's their personalities, you know, and I say surround myself with, whether it's like physically or virtually or both, you know, like, I'm careful about like, you know, who I choose to interact with, um, especially on social media and follow and stuff like that. Um, because I, w- I want the influence that goes into my mind and um, like the things that I see, I want it to be things that are going to be like life giving to me, um, that aren't going to, you know, like just drag me down and like wear me out. Um, so, so yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I'm the same way. Um, other, other places I pull confidence from, again, I mentioned, you know, my little mantra bands and my little words of affirmation that I have around my apartment. Um, you know, I have a coffee table book, um, and it's called in the company of women. And it's just all these different influential women in all different like career fields. And, um, you know, there's just, they're all over the place. You know, there's politicians, there's, um, artists, there's musicians, there's business women, there's mothers, there's, you know, everything. Um, and, and so that's really cool, you know, like I, you know, some days I'll just like turn to a page and read whoever's story that is, you know, um, so that's been really cool. Different quotes, um, you know, words are big for me again, you know, like I said, song lyrics. Um, but yeah, stuff like that's, you know, like really where I pull my confidence from. It's really, it's sourced in a lot of people cause I, you know, I know what inspires me. Um, and so I, I encourage you to find, what inspires you? What helps you feel confident? Um, you know, and, and let that be what fuels you. All right. So this next question, um, it says, let's see here. Why do people care so much about the opinions of complete strangers? Um, and then there's another question that kind of goes along with it. Um, from the same person, it says, when someone dresses up nice for an event, do you think that they dress trying to wear what they love the most? Um, something that others will be impressed by or a combination of the two. So two amazing questions. Um, so the first one, um, I found this quote, I actually wrote it down um, when I was doing my research and it says, approval from others gives us a higher sense of self-esteem and we're convinced that their recognition matters to our self-worth and how deeply we value ourselves. So this ties back into what I was talking about earlier about self-esteem versus self-worth is, you know, so much like, 
our self-esteem is wrapped up or our self-worth is wrapped up in our self-esteem, which is rooted in our accomplishments and our abilities and the way other people see us and stuff like that. Um, so, so I think that's why, um, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and say that it doesn't feel good when I post a picture on Instagram for somebody to be like, hi, you're pretty. Like (laughs) that doesn't feel bad. You know what I mean? Like that's not my purpose for posting it, but I'm not mad when that happens either. You know? Um, nobody, nobody hates words of affirmation. If you do, um, let's have a conversation. Cause like, uh, like legitimately, like, I, and it's probably because words of affirmation is like my number one love language. So like, that's just really important to me, but like, I would like to understand that more. So, um, because, because again, like, I think I should care a little bit less about like what people say about me, what people think about me. Um, but you know, that's, um, between me and my therapist. So, um, so anyway, so I think we care so much about the opinions of others because that's so often what we root our worth in. Um, you know, it's like how many like star pictures get on Instagram, which I love that Instagram has like given this option, you know, where you can do like you can remove the number of likes if you want to. Um, so that's neat. Um, but, but yeah, like not caring about the number of likes that you get, who comments on it, what people say, just like dress how you want to dress, say what you want to say because you enjoyed it makes you feel good. Um, again, retraining those thoughts, retraining your mind, retraining like how you operate. Um, because at the end of the day, all you've got is you. You know, you've got friends, you got family, you got whatever. But like at the end of the day, like all those other people go to sleep, you're still awake, you're all you got. So like, you know, you got to be happy with where you are and with, with who you're with because there's only one you and that's like you're important. The role that you play in your friends' lives, in your family's lives, in your coworkers' lives, like it is so completely invaluable And the sooner that we all realize that about ourselves, the better our lives and our society as a whole is going to be. Because, you know, we only get one life. So, you know, let's let's love who we are while we're here, right? Um, So I hope that that was um, the answer that you were looking for. Um, so one thing I did find when I was, I have a couple more things here. Um, when I was doing my research was, um, 10 thoughts and beliefs of people with high self-worth. So, um, I'll go through and give these to you guys. And, um, I, I wrote them down for myself, um, a few days ago. Um, and I like tore out the paper and like, I like put it by my nightstand. So like, I see it all the time. Um, so it's kind of like, a almost like a mantra thing, like, again, ways to reframe my thoughts and things that, like, replacing negative thoughts with positive thoughts. So, here we go. So, number one, no matter what I've done or haven't done, I'm worthy of love. Number two, my things do not define me. So, you're not the clothes you wear, the car you drive, the job you have, your relationship status, none of that. So, You know, if you honor your worthiness, you know you can enjoy all of those things, but you don't attach your identity to them. Two very key differences there. Enjoy external things without attaching your identity to them. Number three, I am allowed to feel whatever I am feeling. 
if you have a solid sense of self-worth, you're creating this this safe space for your emotions and you don't feel bad about them. You don't feel like they're dumb or crazy or wrong or whatever. Like that they're your emotions and they just they allow you to be who you are, right? You know, sit in them and you can, you know, when they are no longer serving a purpose to you, when you no longer need that specific emotion, you can let it go. Like it's that is growth and that is healthy and Feel your feelings. They are valid. Number four. This one's hard for me. (laughs) I delight in the joy of missing out. So we all know what FOMO is, right? If you don't, fear of missing out, it's a thing. So like, how many times, raise your hand, if you have ever gone somewhere or done something, even if you didn't want to go or didn't want to do it because you didn't want to miss out. Because you thought, oh, well, you know, if I don't go this time, well, they won't invite me again when I actually do want to go. So I'm just going to go, even though I'm going to be miserable the whole time. Okay, I'm assuming that either y'all are thinking, oh, me, or you actually raised your hand. So welcome to the club. Um, but if you if you do this, if you delight in the joy of missing out, then you will realize that the people who really do matter in your life like they'll always invite you like they'll always tell you about their plans they'll always want you to be around um because they 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 love you and they they want to be around you but even if they don't you'll be okay on your own because you're enough just you so number five it's not about what happens it's about how I respond to what happens So just a little reminder, the only person that is responsible for your reactions, your actions, your thoughts, the way you feel, the way you respond in any given situation is you. Only you are responsible for those things. So, um, you know, don't live in in victimhood. Um, You know, shit's going to hit the fan. It does. It happens. Life's life, right? But don't dwell on it. Don't focus on it. Move through it and focus on how you respond to it. Number six, I do what I love and I love what I do. Someone with self-worth is always going to put their needs first. And that is not selfish, which I'm saying this and I know some of you are rolling your eyes because you know this is like the freaking hardest thing in the world for me to realize. But Putting your needs first doesn't mean you're selfish. It means that like you you realize that it's our responsibility to put ourselves first. Because like if you can't if you can't take care of you, you can't take care of anybody else, you know? Like if I can't show up for myself, how the hell am I gonna show up for anybody else? Whether it's my boss, it's my friends, it's my family, you know, whatever. If you don't put your needs first, then you're not going to be able to take care of anybody else. Um, but so the best thing is like the situations that are like win-win, right? That, you know, you're doing something that you love um, and the people that you love do it with you. You know what I mean? So like I was so hesitant to start this podcast because I was like, nobody's going to listen to it. Nobody's going to like it, whatever. And I still think that sometimes because, you know, self-esteem, self-worth, whatever, <laughs> Um, but I love doing it 
And I would still do it if not a single soul on planet Earth listened to it because I enjoy it. I have the best time. Again, like I said earlier, it's therapeutic for me. Um, And so I think that, you know, shows a lot of growth to me for myself um, is that I'm doing what I love and I'm loving what I'm doing. And that's that. So number seven, I see myself in others. Um, So self-worth kind of requires the belief that the world is a mirror. Okay. So if someone's judging you, you're reflecting a part of them that they don't like, right? I mean, we've all heard this, right? If you know, like, oh, they're just jealous, whatever. Well, that's not like the right terminology, but like the principle is true. Um, That's that. Number eight, I believe in something greater than myself. So I'm not talking about like God or organized religion or anything like that. You don't have to have any of that stuff to like have self-worth. That's not what I'm saying. Um, But someone with like a high sense of self-worth isn't like full of themselves or like doesn't think that the world revolves around them, right? They, They realize that like in the grand scheme of the universe, we are small. You know, we're like, uh, this article that I read said that we're kind of like a, um, a leaf in the Amazon or a wave in the ocean. (laughs) And, you know, you're part of something bigger and like none of us are really ever alone in anything that we're going through. There's always going to be someone somewhere that's been through the same thing or that's currently going through the same thing. Right. Um, so, so just remember that, you know, you're not alone in things. Um, And, you know, the world does not revolve around you. You're not the only person to ever have hurt or pain or feelings. Um, Yeah. Number nine, um, every day I find things to be grateful for. Um, So a friend of mine uses a um, gratitude journal every day, and it's kind of like a a guided practice in gratitude. And um, that's something that's that's practiced for by people like with high self-worth, you know, Um, because it, you know, we appreciate the the big things, the small things, and, um, you know, whatever we've got, however we can, right? Um, but it's, the thing is, it's like, it's easy to do that when things are going good, right? Um, but if you establish these principles, um, you know, it's, it's easier to say thank you to yourself, to your life, to the universe, whatever, when you're dealing with, like, the most difficult season of your life, um, or, you know, any huge challenge, whatever it may be. Um, but the only way to do that is if you take your like sense of worth off of your achievements and like external things and refocus, refocus it internally, like we've been talking about. And then number 10, the story I tell about my life means everything. So the way that you think influences how you live. I mean, that's like, yes, duh, obviously, we know this. Um, but we forget that, you know. Um, so two things to think about is, so something to think about is like, ask yourself, what life story are you telling yourself? Um, so what do you say like you always or never or should do? Um, and 
you know, like kind of where does that come from, right? Like, are you saying like, oh, well, I would never be able to do this or I can't do that. Or are you saying like, this is what I can do. These are my abilities. This is what I have done. And this is what I love about me and what I bring to the table. Because remember, self-worth should not be attached to achievements and external factors. All of those things should be tied back into what's internal that fuels that, right? Um, so someone with high self-worth, they ask those questions. Um, you know, maybe you journal about them. Maybe you talk to, you know, your friends or your family about them. Um, you know, however you want to do it, just, it's fine. Just do it. <laughs> um, so before I close out, I am... Um, Anyone who listened to the birthday episode, you heard me read a poem on there. And I've like recently just found myself lost in the sauce of uh, poetry TikTok. And so I have another poem. It's by this girl named Sophie. Um, I can't pronounce her last name, but her name is Sophie. And this is the poem. I think it was very, it's very fitting for um, today's topic. And I'm going to leave you with this. May I never love who I could be in theory more than who I actually am. May I never sink teeth into a future so perfect I exclude myself from the plan. May I never attempt to abandon my strengths in the name of taking up a little less space. May I never put on a face so brave I'm actually proving how very afraid I am of disappointing the people around me, of saying no, of admitting I'm drowning, of taking a break, of walking away, of appearing weak. Instead, may I breathe slowly and take my time and listen to my body, my heart, and my mind. May I show up for myself, broken, fractured, or bruised, and may I love others like this with grace, patience, and truth. So like I said, that's all I've got for you guys this week. As always, thank you so much for listening and sharing and subscribing and submitting your questions and um, sharing my stuff on social media. I really appreciate it. Um, You know, I wouldn't be this far in this without all of y'all doing that. So I appreciate it. Please continue. Um, You know, if you have people in your life that you think would benefit from this episode, any other episode, um, if you have episode ideas, if, uh, you know, you've got something cool that you would love to hear me talk about or somebody that you would love to hear me talk to, um, that would be awesome. I've got some, some cool guests coming up soon. So, uh, just working out some scheduling stuff with them. So, um, stay tuned for that, but until next time, y'all have a good week.